Pretty good, eh? Start to welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Moore. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And we are at Season 3, Episode 7, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Uh, you want that Netflix synopsis? Well, I thought you were going to do your your mouth uh, Guns N' Roses you were doing while we were warming up. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Shit. Oh, we've got it. We've got it on tape earlier. Oh, okay, cool. You dug it in the... We'll fix <laughs> oh, that in post. If we, if we were recording, I hope we were. I was, I was. Okay, good, good. Yeah, it goes. Hit, hit me with that sweet, sweet Netflix synopsis. Mick confronts painful... I could do it like Axel Rose. <laughs> yeah, do that, do Mick, that. Mick confronts painful memories when the legends travel to 1967 to stop the extraordinary foe from turning the Vietnam War into World War Three. <laughs> you pulled the nose up at the end. At the middle, I was thinking... Um, uh, yeah, no. uh, that's um, all like that's my only Lindsay, Axel Lindsay Graham? I, yeah, Lindsay no, Graham. No, I can do I can dance like Axel Rose really good. I can do that because that's kind of like the same kind of Davy Jones, Daydream Believer kind of <laughs> kind of move. You know what I mean? Yes. I did I never thought of it until now. Totally yes. is. And I can I can I can I can do that in my sleep, man. Especially with a put a microphone in front of me. <laughs> and I love singing. Oh dude, Sweet Child of Mine is one of my karaoke jams. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I remember when I was uh freshman in college when their first album came out uh and uh, the album welcome to the jungles on appetite and someone in our college radio station they sent us the the one with the original band cover right and someone got their hands on it and and, and lifted it from the from the college radio station <laughs> i remember that happening <laughs> and i found out later that it was worth you know a lot of money i'm like god damn i wish i had done that wow wow yeah no of course man yeah i'm sure i'm sure the thing i wondered like how long were you at that college radio station and from what time period three semesters so 80 88 89 yeah so there's yeah. like yeah there's probably some gold that crossed your that you probably gave a spin at one point you didn't even know it yeah well i was the i was the music director eventually which i was mm -hmm. like cool I, I decide what goes on the air at the college yeah. radio station where according to the cmj yeah. which is the 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 magazine you're supposed to play quote-unquote college music and i was like yeah. i'm gonna play whatever the fuck i want i'm gonna let everyone else play whatever the fuck they want i don't yeah you know, <laughs> sorry i'm yeah. not playing the psychedelic furs no one nobody wants to hear that here <laughs> cool <laughs> the rem was the most college band that got rotation on our station <laughs> right 
But anyway, this episode of Legends of Tomorrow starts in Vietnam, 1967. Mm -hmm. Just where you want to have a kid show, Nam. <laughs> uh, but they watch. They watch. Uh, they both watch. We watched it last night before. Uh, oh, okay. What they what they think? They were into it. Everybody's okay. into it now. Everybody's into like. Uh, I mean, my wife did ask the, the is it a good episode or a bad episode? I'm like, I think like I think we're in this like there's where there's more good than bad. Oh right. well, it's a good thing I didn't. It's a good thing that I didn't like talk to you about this at all before now because I knew I don't this think this one's good. Coming, yeah, yeah. I think I, I like this episode like more this than you did. Yeah, I, 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 but I'm sure like there's there's some there's obviously some shit, but. Uh, um, but I knew this one was coming, and I think I was—I thought it could have been worse. I thought it could have been a lot worse. Oh yes. When, when I think about uh, the use of uh, CGI and I CGI, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll let you know how often I mm -hmm. I said that. Okay. Well, I mean, great. But I thought like I, I thought psh, as, in terms of like introduction to a, a classic character, a classic character. Yes. Um. Uh. I thought it was like I was expecting a lot worse. This is still not. This is still cheeseball TV. It still is cheeseball, mm -hmm. and we love it. We love that it's cheeseball TV. Um, but uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a hindrance in the enjoyment. So. See, with me, I mean, like so many viewings of it now, mm -hmm. and it's like it's sometimes like, are the warts gonna bug me this time, or are they not gonna bug me this time? Oh, I get it. I and can see that. I can see that for sure. Because yes, we're talking about this classic character. We don't need to save it. It's not a surprise. We get Gorilla Motherfucking Grod, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, in this and anything Grod related in this. I'm I'm down with the clown, man. Okay. I'm loving okay. it. But cool. there's just a lot of other stuff, which I'm happy is here because it's going to be a lot of fun to do this show, this episode. So on the Wave Rider. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. First, these soldiers are on patrol. And they think something's in the bushes and it's a pig. And then something starts slaughtering them, just ripping them apart. But you can't see what it is. And the last thing is one last guy. And he's looking up straight down the camera at whatever this is. And you hear a growl. And that's your, you know. You're a quick teaser. Really quick teaser. Yes. And so on the Wave Rider, Stein is hitting a dummy with Sarah's <laughs> fighting sticks. Yeah. To try to wake yeah. her up out of a coma. That's so funny. And he explains to Jax, who walks in, you know, he gives it the, the scientific thing as well. If it's a familiar sound, mm -hmm. I was like, well, don't get a dummy. Get a ninja and tie him up. It sounds, and hit him. It sounds like, like it doesn't really, yeah, and it doesn't sound like you're fighting. It sounds like you're getting nasty in the pasty. <laughs> That's never going away. I mean, these characters are going away in a few episodes. That's never going uh, away. Good. I'm glad that that's the legacy. <laughs> so funny man i am starting to think i'm gonna miss them i'm i'm I can, i'm starting to think finally um i'm going to feel something when they go away and i didn't think i was going to get there with either of them to be honest and, well i did when when this first aired and they yeah. left i was kind of like oh man because i had just grown to love these characters yeah and uh but and trust me they go out with a bang, not a whimper. Yeah, it's I'm great. Sure. I, it's I'm great. Sure. Yeah, I know what's coming, buddy. I mean, I, I don't know what's coming, but I know what's coming. You know what I mean? I, I know the next four things, next four episodes of our show. It's not mm -hmm. next four episodes of uh, of Legends, but the next four episodes of our show. 
Well, the next four episodes of our show are the reason where it's where they explain the firestorm. That's it's I yeah. figured. Um, so um, Nate and Amaya are in the gym, I guess. There's a gym now, and she's boxing. Right. And I love her hair pulled up in that uh like uh, yeah. Layla Ali. Sure, sure. <laughs> Dope. Sure. Yeah. And Nate calls uh Kwasa a psycho water witch. And then she's like, Well, she's like, I immediately regret that. It's your granddaughter. And mm-hmm. she basically says, She doesn't care that she's her granddaughter. She's gonna take her down because she's a bad guy, you know. Fuck that and doesn't want to talk about her feelings. Keep that in mind, who she had this conversation with, by the way. Mm-hmm. Nate. So Jack's, uh, the, I guess there's just some exposition in this one that gets me, but Jax is with the crew because, you know, when Sarah's out of commission, he's second in command. And they're on the bridge, and he says, remember, Jackie Mason there, I wish I had better news, but Sarah is still in a coma from Damien Dark's daughter taking her out. I was like, they, they know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, we know. We, we yep. were there. Yep. <laughs> In case you all missed it, previously on Legends of Tomorrow. Imagine he said that when they walk in. <laughs> now that'd be funny. If yeah. They... <laughs> yeah. So, well, so they're just talking about, yeah, we better go fix some anachronism. And uh, Rory's like, well, why don't you drop me off on an island full of beautiful women like Z did with that Helen chick? When he said that, I immediately remembered that how much he stinks from all the fucking gross STDs he's got growing on his fucking private parts that you told me about in the first season. I think Gideon probably cleaned him up by now. Oh, I guess that's a good point. You know, wow, but, yeah, that must be nice. Jeez Louise. Oh, Mr. Rory, you have no idea how much I enjoy doing this. Get to it, Gideon. Let it burns. <laughs> and I'm and I'm heatwave usually I can handle this. This one's serious. It burns. I like it. <laughs> Here's my lighter. You have no idea what I do with this thing. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's when he starts burning himself with a lighter. Is when the, this this show that takes place in the Vietnam War takes a dark turn. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, surpri- I'm wanting to hear what you what you dislike about this this episode. Okay, well I'm, I'm re- curious. Okay. I, don't, I don't think of any like glaring uh, problems. Okay, well okay, we'll yeah, see. Okay. Let's see, hold, my internet connection is a little unstable here. Hold on, let me just. Okay. All right, we're good. So they decide they're going to keep at it with fixing anachronism. It's little things. And maybe sometimes when we have these conversations, the shit that bothers me it stops bothering me because we're having fun talking about it. Ha, so okay, who knows? Okay. You know? So it. Jack's just randomly picks Vietnam 1967. He's like, I'm just going to close my eyes and point my finger. And it's Vietnam 1967, mm-hmm. uh, which plays into the whole, why do they keep running into their own family members? I think there's some sort of, fa- it's some sort right. of fate thing going on. Okay, good. I'm glad that they finally brought it up. Uh, and you had told me that, that like, and that this is making things. Yeah. It's like they're, they're setting traps. It's sort of starting to feel like it's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, it's also something I don't know if they really clear up. Really? Yeah, I'm, I don't. Maybe they do, and I forgot. Mm. But See, I'm th- I'm feeling like it's related to the big thing that we're about to walk into, mm. like them 
somebody's fucking up with this to, that's creating this crisis. Right, but the fact that it's, why it's always their family and there's something about mm, that, I don't not, know. No. I don't mm. remember if they... Because they, okay. they have Ray and Zari pointed out in this one. Hey, why does this mm. keep happening? And yeah. and continues to happen. And then I don't remember if they All ever right. go back right. to it. I, maybe they do. I, I, they address it and then like... Do they ever really go back to that? I can't remember mm. if they do or not. Mm. It's so we'll That's see. A shame if it doesn't. We'll anyway. see. Maybe I'm. Yeah, look, I can be. They might be in a throwaway line for all I know, but I just yeah. it, it doesn't ring a bell. So mm. something is killing soldiers. Oh, Nate and Z give the little history. By the way, this is important. They give the little history lesson about it because uh, Amaya's like, well, we have to go help the soldiers and. You know, and Nate's bringing up how Vietnam was different, you know, and, you know, they, you know they say, well, you know, the, the, the motives were quite more murky, blah, blah, blah. And they, they just file that one away for when we get to IMDb curious. Okay. okay. <laughs> and, I want to see if the, if there's a uh, IMDb thing related to the, cause I got to watch the, uh, I was saying before the, the deleted scene. Ooh, ooh. Uh, so uh, when is the, when's the deleted scene? Uh, later, later. I'll, okay. tell you, I'll tell you when it comes. I think, okay. I, I think, I think I'll know where it shows up in the, in the storyline. Yeah. Okay. So now this, the, now this is one of the things I loved about this, that I adored about this. We're in Vietnam, 1967. And there's um, there's a credence tune playing. Was it? Is and that what it was? It, yeah, and it's an, an obscure, obscure really? credence yeah. tune that yeah. I knew that I know because I'm a big credence fan. Are you? Yeah. yeah oh, no, yeah, I, I gotta, love credence. I don't know them outside of the greatest hits, of course, right? Like I mean, they have a lot of huge hits, though. Oh, but, but yeah. they got a lot of of deep cuts on those albums, yeah, things yeah. that weren't hits. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it was good. It was great, but. I wanted more of that. They made reference to the music being great in this era. Yeah. There should have been at least three. Yeah, you only you, get if, one. You only yeah, get one. Come and, on. And it's yeah. It's CCR, um, a song called Tombstone Shadow. Hmm. Uh, cool. And the it, for me, I'm like, thank God. Thank God it's not who'll stop the rain. I have to hear that <laughs> fucking song one more time because really? that didn't get played all the time on classic rock radio or radio really at all yeah until forrest gump and mm. ever since then if there's if there's a if you're listening to any any doesn't matter where you are in this country any classic rock station and yeah. you're gonna hear a credence song 95 percent of the time it's going to be who'll stop the rain. It's like the now? only one. Really? Yes, now. That's crazy. And it's all because of the popularity of it from the Forrest Gump song. Really? See, I yes. thought Fortunate yes. Son uh, uh, was was a bigger play from the Forrest Gump soundtrack. No, 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 no. no. For, oh, are you kidding me? You, Fortunate Son is a controversial song even now. Well, I know what the dickwad was always playing it at his uh, his rallies. I know, I know that fucking, uh, that, that fucking like that's a, like it's just so like a, to the point of it losing uh, meaning, right? Like even I mean, like for even for all that, like it doesn't mean anything. It's a song that's become you know part of the background, right? It's well, like okay. it's like the way that uh, "Born in the USA" is misused all the time. Well, I was about to say that makes that makes Reagan uh, misunderstanding "Born in the USA" look like chump change. Yeah. Fucking right? Trump playing or, or like 
or they could be using like I think that like clearly somebody has heard like the the internet didn't exist with Reagan, uh, but it does. It, like I think somebody on the thing. I don't care. Went, I don't care. Yeah, right. I right. am a fortunate but son. The, My father fortunately lips. gave me a million yeah. dollars. I was, I, yeah. I fortunately had bone spurs. Wink, wink. <laughs> didn't go to exactly. Vietnam. That's how, that's exactly. how he interprets it. Exactly. Yeah. Or also, it's just kind of like it, like it pisses people off that I play this song now. You know what I mean? So let's roll with that. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think he was even because that that's why. Because remember, he played "Oh, you can't always get what you want" after getting the nomination. Like he that's also, like that's so fucking deliberate, man. Okay, that is. But he also played Macho Man at yeah, every single yeah, one. Again, like unironically, unironically, yeah. right? And they want people to. That's what I think. I think he wanted. Uh, well, God, Jesus Christ. Well, no, because no, it is because it's an. <laughs> hold on, one last thing. One last thing. Uh, because it's an audience of people with the intelligence of a seven-year-old. Because when I was seven, I didn't know that Macho Man wasn't about being macho. <laughs> I yeah, didn't know I, in the Navy. I didn't know yeah. in the Navy was about gay yeah. sex. I didn't and know. For, and like, but was now about. it's like it's the same thing. Like it's the same thing as Fortunate Son. The, these songs mean nothing. Neither one of those songs mean anything anymore. They're just but, a song to get people to to get excited, or a song to get yeah. people to to dance. Right. Well, on the radio here, though, you're not you don't hear Fortunate Son yeah. very much at all. See, I was surprised to hear that. See, see for me, it's like, uh, gosh, what do I get? Um, uh, around the Bend, you hear a lot on classic radio mm, here. Okay. That's one of the ones um, that'll come around. Um, of course, Bad Moon Rising's, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. number of two. Bad Moon Rising, yeah. But not fucking Tombstone Shadow. Uh, but, uh, so they find, so Ray, Amaya, and Zari are dressed up like reporters. And I do think they look kind of great. You know, they look, they step right out of fucking Apocalypse Now. And uh, they find the survivor. He was the dude from the beginning. And he's all getting drunk and he's all shook up. And at first he doesn't want to talk to them. And then he immediately talks to them. And mm -hmm. he tells them that whatever it is in the jungle is pure evil. And he had one message, stay out of the jungle. At no point does he say, by the way, it's a giant telepathic gorilla. He <laughs> he leaves that part out for some reason. Oh, it, oh P.S. Did I mention? <laughs> and then there's this villager who's eyeing them, and her her character's name is On. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This is her performance. I think was the biggest, most cringe part of this. Thing. Yeah, it was because like I felt like she was doing an impersonation of an of an accent. Hers hers was the toughest part. Uh, her anything involving her. Yeah, there was yeah there was look i've seen a lot of vietnam movies mm -hmm. i've heard a lot of takes at the vietnam accent right. i don't know what she was going for no i know I, she was going for it like i know she'd like read it like i feel like she's she'd read it <laughs> she'd really done, no this is how you yeah. this is i like this mm. is how you're supposed to pronounce it pronounce it right and she's okay. really forcing it really felt you know what i mean at times and it's to the point where it was like it would get into caricature and almost feel insulting even though maybe she really is i don't and i don't want to i didn't look i didn't look her up know she what might I mean? very well be you know, yeah Vietnamese, right but. but anyways it was just it wasn't it, it felt 
I, yeah, she, she was rough, man. They didn't she do her a lot of favors. Oh, this, but dude, okay. Oh, we're gonna get to okay. another 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 act, a performance. Hit okay. Oh, oh, wait. Okay, you're gonna look. I I, I know what you're talking about. Yes. And when you hear, okay, here we go. So, <laughs> the villager is eyeing them. Honest. So Nick and Mick and Nate, they're in the jungle as soldiers. They they find a pile of bloody gear and they take off. Now Amaya thinks that. You know, oh, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, he's drunk. And Z spots uh, the villager on, on and confronts her. And she says she'll show them what's in the jungle. So Mick and Nate are in the jungle. Mick hates it. Too many trees. Too many plants. Arr, flies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And apparently Mick has small feet. Nate brought that up. He's like, oh, I know the boots were wrong. I forgot you have small feet. You know what that that's means. That's why he's having, exactly, that's why he's having to pay for all those whores. <laughs> <laughs> Can't swing it on his own. How dare you, sir? How dare you? He, he, goes, he, over, he, has, he, has, he does have a big gun that he's overcompensating with. Exactly. <laughs> It all comes together. So Nate's like, "What's the matter with you? This this place was made for you." Like, like why he's so mad at his dad? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So he tells him about his dad hit about his dad, and he's like, "Hey, what are the odds we're gonna run into him? If, if that happens, I'll buy you a six pack." And then, mm -hmm. boom! Surprise! We meet Sergeant Dick Rory. He's okay. like, "You owe me a six pack." Mm -hmm. And this guy, wow! Oh, yeah, with this actor, who is this actor? I, I looked him up. Your face. Well, he's got a very unique face. That's not a mm -hmm. face you forget. And he's been in a bunch of stuff. A but bunch I of stuff. I know I've out. seen him in something. Um, the, the voice, wild, wild. <laughs> the voice. No, here because here's okay. Here's what it is. Because he's doing. Because this is you got Mick Rory. And this Was is his Froggy? Dad. Did he play Froggy in the uh, <laughs> Little Rascals reboot? That's a, that maybe, wouldn't surprise I didn't look me. That, that up, wouldn't maybe. surprise me. <laughs> well, he was also putting on the voice that was part um, of the joke yeah right he's, right he's dick rory yeah and he's he, so apparently that voice that your wife finds so amusing is hereditary it's hereditary yes. <laughs> he's done his homework well we're okay well you know yeah because i, I get like dominic Tra dominic okay go ahead travis hold on where else did that happen good point no no i can tell you where else that happened because they must share some genetic trait with Popeye and Poop Deck Pappy. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, I see, I think, uh, no, this was all part of, like, Dominic Purcell when he walked into uh, the first character meeting, like, getting to know, okay, where's this guy from? Uh, like, all those things. But he walked in, like, is where's this guy from? So what can you tell me about this guy? Oh. Oh, he's had these problems? All right, well, maybe I'll try him something like this. And the rest <laughs> is, is history. <laughs> I just remembered that poof deck pappy Popeye thing because I, warts and all, I kind of like Robert Altman's Popeye movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. It left a weird impression on me when I was a kid. It's obviously. very weird. I didn't like so it when serious. I was a kid. Yeah, I was yeah. so disappointed. I was such a Popeye fan, and that movie fucking disappointed me. 
right. it, it, it looked like it was it was shot dirty everything looked dusty right, dirty right. and it had no joy or color in it yeah. until the last 10 minutes when the last 10 minutes is just a live action popeye cartoon and mm-hmm. it's fucking great but i appreciate it more now but the scene where robin williams discovers the commodore is poop deck pappy his long lost father played by uh Ray Walston, Ray Walston. Hmm. And they had this long scene going back and forth doing those voices might be the most annoying 10 minutes in cinema history. Right. right. I can barely remember that. It's unbearable. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So, so, okay. I was wondering about this because I was like, Travis is going to shit all over this Sergeant Dick Rory. <laughs> I, I really did. You would I think I wouldn't be into it. You think I wouldn't be into it. But this is the most, like, I like this. This uh, this is probably my favorite Mick Rory-centric mm. episode ever. Well, it, it deals with all of his shit, really. This yeah. Really, and, this... But not in a way that's, that's, I don't know. Like, I, I bought it. And at first I was like, okay, we're going to get a Mick-centric episode. I'm not too into that. But uh, I liked seeing the burnt arms. Like that was a nice touch, a new like uh, level of vulnerability. He doesn't like to show those. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I know that that's a, that's a makeup thing because nobody wants to do that every day. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but well, it's the cover. It's you can it's see it, you can see it up, as a character trait. It's the yeah. cover of uh, it's the cover of Dom's many tattoos. He yeah, is. yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. You know yeah, what I, know, I mean, I right? Know. Like it, it could be seen that way. It was an. Uh, it was good. Okay, so I Nate thought. Nate uh, says, oh, they're CIA, and he calls Mick Officer Schwarzenegger. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. I got a chuckle out of the... Out Officer of the Rambo was right there. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got a chuckle out of what now? Everybody watching in, in, my, uh, in my household. Okay. Um, so Nate uh, tells... Mick to suck it up, you know, because he's freaking out that it's his old man. And he's like, you don't understand haircut. I never felt bad about killing my father. Because remember, he set the fire that killed his dad. And he's like, didn't care about it because how's that for tough love? Because Nate's like, all right, buddy, it's time for Operation Tough Love. And one thing I like is they're friends. You know, there's no like, oh, leave me alone. You know, even like he'll be with Ray and shit like that. Him and Nate are kind of, they're actually kind of like buds. He's like, listen, you get your fucking head out of your ass and he doesn't like i'll kill you haircut he's like oh right <laughs> hmm. so on the wave rider <laughs> oh boy what oh yeah oh, okay so it's oh, all boy. the old uh yeah yeah, yeah. Well, no, hold, no, hold on hold on first we have jacks because this is very important he's trying to get something out of the fridge and it's an empty tupperware c- container and he says to nobody well, I guess Gideon, but he goes, mm-hmm. oh, hell no. What kind of monster eats my mother's pecan pie and puts the container back in empty? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it like, who are you talking to? And then he says, Gideon, who did it? I'm like, oh, okay. I know who did then, it. Then I guess just Gideon. Like, he, if, I guess people could talk out loud. Like, it would start this thing where would be, you do that? Even if it's like a passive aggressive type thing. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Gideon, somebody okay. ate my fucking pie. Well, that work. That work. <laughs> and who is it? It's Madame Curie. So, boy, now I'm very happy with this because it's in the lab. Mm-hmm. And it's Professor Stein's trying to figure out the firestorm conundrum 
with he went I guess went through history and kidnapped Isaac yeah. uh, totally. Galileo and yeah. And and Madame Curie. And here's how you get to be introduced to each of these characters. What they why they would know about anything about how to split a nuclear powered superhero. You got me. I don't <laughs> but he's just I think you gotta think he's uh like he's in a way he's just kind of being self-indulgent. Like he knows he's on his way out. It's like I should I can do this. I can yeah. do this erase their minds, send them back, no harm, no foul. Uh, why not? Why not? Because earlier he had lied to Jack, said he had it all under control. So <laughs> Isaac Newton, the guy playing Isaac Newton, I almost said mm -hmm. Fig Newton, uh, that wig on him, man, did they just curl the Einstein wig from last season? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't hate them i didn't i didn't i thought it was like it was stupid enough and the broad enough and and like i said like i said the garber as this fucking goofball on the way out here <laughs> on the way like, out. It, that is kind of fun but it's kind of i don't know this was weird and i it's because it stuck out like a sore thumb the guy playing newton this is his only imdb entry at all at all i mean there's there's not even you know because a lot of them like a lot of them like to tag on writer producer because you know we've got some projects over you know that kind of shit one 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 credit that's at funny. all anything cool. is this that's funny <laughs> that's why i'd love to hear that story how did that happen um but here's like he, he, they let the audience know who they are because it's so clumsy the way he's introducing them he says like uh, Galileo wants to go home. So he goes, you'll go when I say you can go, Galileo. Yeah, of <laughs> Just, course. He has to say their, all their names. Oh, right? and it's so clunky. I'm like, oh, I know, I know. Me. I know, no. but that's what we were waiting for. Like you're expecting it when you see, when you see the first one and there's other people there. I'm like, okay, who's this guy? Come on, mm -hmm. you know? But then, you know, I, I took a deep breath. And I realized that we are in for a first for Gideon, guys, because we got not one, not two, not three. We got four. And we're going to start now. How many Capones? Yeah, see, I'm ready for it because there's a fifth one later tonight. That's oh, fifth one. Well, well, no, I, I was going to. But fifth. out of these ones, I don't know enough about. Uh, they're all just like basically. That's you have to put them up against like 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 um uh, based on this performance that assuming the assumption being with this game travis is yeah. that just do you buy that this could possibly be madame curie yes yeah all for them. all of them within this circumstance i thought they were all uh, like next to perfect okay so oh so it's so what so for madame curie how many components I'd go one. I'd go ones across the board. Oh, ones across they the board. They weren't required. They weren't required mm. to do anything other than be like these caricatures. Oh, of, I disagree. 
of things and like and then have to show up and be like punchlines and stuff mm. i wasn't I, I don't think they were there to 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 be like this hey i'm from chicago <laughs> or i'm the president of the united states as we <laughs> may see later oh boy we do see later because that's the big one i that's saving the best phone for last yeah, my friend. yeah. see that right one there. that that's when you can really get into things there's just not enough meat on this bone uh mm -hmm. for me to but to, to say I, and but for what they are walking into and what, what they had they to do i thought they all hit it with uh, flying colors all right so here's here's my take on this right. i give madame curie one capone by the way to, just to get the rules out of the way for anyone who's listening for the first time how many capones is the game we play when anyone is playing an actual historical character on a scale of one to ten with ten being the worst <laughs> how many capones so i give madame curie one capone i thought she was great I loved her. Yeah. yeah. Newton. Because <laughs> he shows up again seven later. Seven Capones. Right? Significant. Really? Seven Capones. I did not care for him. And we'll get to, get to him, at the, him at the end. I wanted to throw him into the napalm really? with Grodd. Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't know. I just like they all felt like... Um like some weird like 80s like gray poupon commercial they'd all be trying <laughs> it out or something you know what i mean now galileo galileo i'll give three capons <laughs> great mm -hmm. all right okay so, so jack's over here's the whole thing that he can't because curie tells him he's like we've told you you could split but no powers for either of you and so we cut to uh, on chopping through the <laughs> chopping through the reeds to get to her village um, with Amaya and Ray who are arguing about. She's like, well, when did men want to start talking about their feelings? And Ray's like, oh, I don't know, early 90s. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty pre good. That's pretty pretty good. That's well, I see. I was I was doubting the accuracy of that one. But then maybe on a widespread scale, but I grew up in the seventies, my friend, and I grew up with Alan Alda and Phil Donahue in my life. So <laughs> yeah, but I still, think we could still like, there wasn't a, there wasn't a, the, the model of masculinity, like being a soft boy, the, the mm -hmm. idea of, you know, the, if it being desirable to be a Can soft boy, you got to think about the Kurt Cobain's uh, becoming uh, more popular. Do you know how much, that's what know? I think. I think that's what he was in, uh, referencing. Oh, do you know how much poor Hawkeye Pierce got? 11 years in the Korea. 11 yeah. years. It's a lot yeah. of nurses. <laughs> but that's still like that was, uh, you know, in almost in response to like the Steve McQueens of the time, though, if I may say, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there was not a lot like that on TV. And and yeah. as the longer that show went on, the more Alan Aldo was like, you know, created that character to be, you know, what it turned into. Like I've been rewatching mm. a lot of old TV, like I mentioned, and I'm jumping in and out of MASH. And I, cause I, I adore mash, love it. But yeah. every now and then I catch in the one and I'm like, yeah, we get it. War sucks. Hawkeye. Just fucking get over it. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're talking and Z uh, calls Grodd a monster, but they call him, uh, Ong Troy Moi means the new God, which I like that bit. They're like, Oh, that's, that's what whoever this guy is. He's the, the new God, because if you're a, an adamant watcher of all these shows and you didn't read anything about it, you've already got a pretty good idea who the secret bad guy is, mm -hmm. but you don't know yet. So uh, for her not to turn around and say Grodd is great, but it gets confusing about that, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, 
she's like, he's not a monster. He stopped the fighting. You know, he's the new God. They get to the village and it's a dead zone for comms, which uh, is, was built by Grodd too. Cause Grodd is also really smart too. Now Grodd, okay. Grodd as Kurtz. I love, I love mm -hmm. yeah. Grodd as Kurtz, which we're yeah. getting to. I want to see if something makes it into goose. Mm, okay. It, Cause I got one. Ooh, well, you gonna save it till we get to goofs, or you could just sure, sure, just we save okay. it till we get to goofs, or, or when you, if if you mention the, oh, okay, the moment, cool. I'll remember it. But so okay, so, so we're back with Nate and Mick, and Mick's like uh, trying, he's trying, Nate's trying to call Rag, and he's like, oh, not talk to your boyfriend. Uh, Dick's like, don't drink the water, rough, rough, rough burn. Hold on, I can't do it. He's like, rough burn, son, <laughs> napalm. I hate your son, and. Nate's like, come on, you gotta show him respect. See that hat? He's a green beret. President Kennedy called them a badge of courage. Okay. Hmm. But look up real quick. And I knew I knew people who were involved in this. Very nice, nice man, but he was in the middle of this. Look up us uh something called the Green Beret Murders. There's a book about it. Uh check it out for yeah. some real history. And uh he Mick tells Nate. All he did was smoke and drink. The only time he ever stood up was to, and he can't say beat the shit out of us. So he leaves it open. I'm like, was it beat the shit out of him? Or was it something even worse? <laughs> I mean, burning your own skin. I mean, yeah. what was Dick up to? <laughs> <laughs> so they, and he's trying to tell him to let it out. And they find Petey Williams. who's a soldier who's lost and Dick thinks he's nuts, but Petey's been enlightened, and there's a whole squad of them, uh, VC and American soldiers. And they do the whole Dick saves Mick from a speeding bullet, <laughs> which you see in so much TV. But literally, mm -hmm. duck, son. <laughs> Get him out right. of the way with a bullet. Mr. President. <laughs> and they have a firefight, and then, you know. We never really get to see Mick burn people alive and kill them much, but he does it here and they make it clear. He just fucking burns them all. And they show like their mm -hmm. ashen fucking bodies. I like bodies. it when they're like side by side. That's pretty cool. That's a, like a father-son bonding. <laughs> bonding? <laughs> Is that how you and your dad bonded, Travis? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, maybe not a flamethrower, but, you know, were there weapons involved? Uh, no. <laughs> hey, I don't know. You never know. You know, you guys could work out with ninja swords or some shit, you know. I'm not saying <laughs> guns. Yeah, uh, sure, I got it, I got it. No, fencing? No, I, was, I was just trying to, and I wasn't judging. I was just trying maybe to. Maybe the Wallaches, uh, maybe the Wallaches came from a long line of fencing. Like, uh, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, some, in, uh, some district or some, you know, area of the Ukraine where it's like proud in our tradition, the sabers. I see it more like sabers. Yeah, they haven't seen mm. dance, so I bet you it'd be more like sabers. Oh, I, I can picture the black fuzzy hat. And if you start with a dance, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then turn into like this, this gorgeous, like you can't tell where the ballet ends and the, and the violence begins. So in the village, raising American soldiers and VC working together. This anachronism is crazier than I thought. <laughs> mm. Mm. and sees the jammer 
the villager, she's brought them to Grodd here because he requested reporters and he introduced himself in like 20 minutes into this episode, which I love that they just see. They, they didn't rush it, you know, to get to it. He reveals himself. It's fucking Gorilla Grodd. I am Grodd. Welcome to my kingdom. Now. Yeah. 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 CGI. <laughs> not the worst. Not the worst. They spend a lot. They they give them a lot of uh, close ups. It's weird yes. the way they like frame up, just like uh, just shoulders up, like it's me filming an audition for Riverdale. <laughs> it's weird. Did you have to wear a gorilla that, suit? That was a little weird. I mean, when I'm shirtless, basically, it's like I'm in a, a gorilla suit. I got to film a lot of auditions uh, shirtless, Johnny. Things <laughs> things are not going well. I'm sorry. Um. But now we've seen Grodd on these shows before. Grodd has been a recurring villain on The Flash. Yeah. And does he always look the same? That he's in the same design? It'd be great if he'd like same same voice, same design. Like they started with a puppet like Yoda and Phantom. Yeah, that was it. It was the first thing was a puppet. Into what they have now. Yeah, yeah. They, that would be the best. It was a guy in a it was a guy in a rubber suit in season one. Uh <laughs> Mighty <But>, Joe <Joey> Young. <laughs> I love with yeah, a passion yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the original it. Mighty yeah, Joe. Never saw it. 40s. Oh, it was a Thanksgiving tradition in uh, hmm. our part of up in the New Jersey, New York area. There was one yeah. channel that every single Thanksgiving showed King Kong, mm-hmm. Son of King Kong, and Mighty Joe Young. And I watched King Kong. And Mighty Joe Young, gosh, probably 13, 14 years in a row, you know, like every year I watched it and yeah. only ever saw the very beginning of Son of Kong and the very end of Son of Kong because that's when dinner was. That's when Thanksgiving dinner was every year. That's right. It was wild. That's cool, man. <laughs> and uh, and I adored Mighty Joe Young. I mean, it's not good, but <laughs> it, mm. it, it, it'll make you cry. Yeah. And you think Joe dies after saving the orphans in that fire, Travis? <laughs> and 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 the and the good guy comes down and he's he's petting Joe and the cops are coming and they're scared they're gonna kill Joe. And he's like, it's all right. Nobody's gonna try to hurt Joe no more. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> every fucking Thanksgiving, tears in my eyes. And then old Yeller style. I don't know how it ends. No, he lives. <laughs> he lives. Okay. You think you oh, think okay. he's dead. You think he's dead, and then they they give you a little surprise at the end. Oh, he's okay. The original script was a lot darker. And Mighty Joe Old, not as good. No, the no, they up. really did the franchise by yeah. then. Yeah, he's voiced by Walter Matthau in the late. Uh, <laughs> hey, what do you think? I'm a big ape. What am I supposed to do? Come so, on, boy. So they do like to do these close-ups on Grodd because they've evolved him. At first, he was just like a, a meta uh, the gorilla that would be given meta powers, and he was just figuring it out. So it was like over the course of appearances, he slowly became this smart. To the point where this last season of Flash, they did a kind of a, a baby face turn with him where he just wants cool. to get he, he wants to get out of a cage. I can see that. I can just, see that. Yeah, he just, and the Flash helps him. 
He just he's begging him to get him out of this case so he can just go. I mean, and he looks as good as he looks as good as he's gonna look on. Yeah, but they're all about they want to get because this there's a great yeah well there's a great they want facial expressions for Grodd because they make they don't make the mistake. I'm glad they just have you hear his thoughts instead of trying to make his lips move like in the cartoons which would look ridiculous. Um, but uh. Yeah, I've, I've, and it's the same voice actor, you know, for all these years for Grog, because he's always popping in and mm-hmm. out. But, yeah, Vin I, I, Diesel, the great Vin Diesel. Pardon me, Sir Vin Diesel. Sir Vin Diesel. <laughs> when is that going to happen? That makes no sense. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I like making that joke a lot. Rob, uh, pardon me, Sir Rob Schneider, just for different people that you don't expect it. It's a pretty good one, I think. So Amaya says, hey, he can speak better English than Mick. And uh, and uh, and Amaya is also mad that these soldiers are slaves, and the villagers like, no, no, Grod freed them. You you can keep your fucking mouth shut. You're only here to document. So Amaya almost blows their cover. And this all got so confusing for me, and it drove me nuts. I'm sure you don't. It won't bother you at all. But she's like, Ray, give me a shrink, Ray. I only need one good shot. And at no point here is Ray freaking out that it's gorilla grod he knows who that is hmm. and he kind of just casually drops it there's no bring that like z and amaya would know this is grod you know there's no there's no ray f- like going holy shit this is fucking gorilla grod it's serious but later on he is serious about it D- up to the point where on the ship stein's like gorilla grod's here holy shit but they don't hear they, they just walk out of the tent like huh, ain't that something talking gorilla hmm. it, it just it oof it just it sticks okay. out like a sore guess, thumb and yeah so that's somebody that's like i guess like kind of show bible stuff that somebody from show to show is not really yeah like something clearing up. Just, do you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's and that's and that's but that's not mm-hmm. that's not something that i'm gonna notice as right that's something that i you know right. me as a, a comic book fan, but B, I'm a fan of all these shows. A fan of the shows. Fan of the shows. You know, is the like, big one. Is yeah. the big one. Yeah. I mean, Ray Palmer would know who the giant talking telepathic supervillain girl mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it's. Would yeah. Grodd know him? No, no. Grodd wouldn't okay. know him. Okay. Uh, so Mick and Dick are by the fire, and he's showing him the list of guys who died under his command on the back of a picture of, of Mick's mom. And he's staring at his mom, and he's like, quit staring at her. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> This guy wants to jerk. You want to jerk off to a picture of my girlfriend? No, I don't. No. <laughs> and mm. He's telling him he's seen things out here. He doesn't want to take home with him. And Jax is also having a poignant scene with Sarah in the, in the coma. By the way, Sarah's in the coma in this episode um, because she was off filming the, uh, the big crossover. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Because everyone makes an appearance in it, but certain people are in a lot of it, and she's in most all of it actually. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. So, so they just they just filmed like probably had like barely a day of just her laying in there, and all the scenes <laughs> they're in and out. Um, and he tells her, "I've never told anyone this before, but I'm scared." Like, really? You never told anyone ever in your life that you were scared? That's odd. Never, when you were four years old, you never told your mom you were scared. Okay, and there's this. No, oh, mama, I'm not scared of nothing. <laughs> Give me a baby Jackie Mason if you can pull that one up. 
and then Ray says, he, he, he's talking with the others. And he goes, I knew Grodd was a tyrant, but he's apparently one hell of an electrical engineer. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. It just goes to that with them. There's no anything. And mm-hmm. she's asking about it. And he's like, oh, last I heard he was in an Argus prison. So Z's upset. She's like, oh, what? He's just another oppressed meta meta. And he's like, well, no, no, Grodd's a psychopath and a giant gorilla, you know, too. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's, there's, there's a great two-parter of the flash where they go to earth Two and they do gorilla city. And it's just tons of CGI gorillas in a Roman Coliseum mm. having fucking yeah. fights and shit yeah, with, with the flash. That? I love it. It's really, yo, it's good. I mean, the, the CGI is what it is, but it's yeah. just, it just looks like a, it looks like a, let me ask you, is your favorite life? Is your favorite Flash episode better than your favorite, say, Arrow episode or any of the other shows? What's your? Okay, I can tell you. I can tell you, you know how many. I mean? like, is there? Yeah. Um, yeah. if that was, was to happen, there's definitely I have more favorite episodes of the Flash than I do of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, or of like Supergirl. Or I have. Other... I Supergirl is probably a little bit more favorite episodes than Arrow. Star Girl, I know you have a real Star Girl's only one season, and I think the whole thing is goddamn brilliant. But you yeah. know, it's it's just been one season. But mm-hmm. um Legends is the one I have the you know of clearly yep. is the one yep. I hope yeah. yeah. I've I've never gone back and rewatched seasons of any of the rest of them. It's always I'm gonna cool. pick an episode or here cool. and there. Yeah, Legends yeah, is something I always go back to. But in general, there's more like you in terms of what uh hits that Johnny spot more consistently. Uh, of the other shows, it's Flash, you'd say? Yeah, because I prefer more fantastical superhero shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, as, and, and stuff and, that... And, and, me, Arrow and, got there. Arrow got there. But. Yeah, and and I, I and if I if I may be presumptuous, like uh, finding ways to uh, like put in that the DC lore in in new and creative ways. Well, that's what Flash I like. Do that. Oh, yeah. they all, well, that's what I love about all the shows. They all yeah. do because and with Arrow, it was like I've mentioned. Green Arrow didn't have anything really mm-hmm. that people remembered. So they borrowed from, they borrowed heavily from Batman for a rogues gallery. They borrowed heavily from Teen Titans for a rogues gallery. And here they're in where they could because Green Arrow never really had a, any a rogues gallery. So they, but they kept it real. It was real like on the sly originally, like just little references here and there, before, seeing how far they could push it. Before that mm-hmm. show was a hit, until they were just like, all the time we're just going to give comic book references nonstop. Yeah, didn't embrace it, and I didn't care for it at first because I thought it just looked too dark. It's like ah, I'm sick yeah. of dark superheroes, and then like, and we're going to introduce the Flash on this show, and like, Ooh, now you've got my attention, you know? Here we go. You know, the Flash. Like, how are they going? What's the? I remember when they announced the Flash. My first concern was, are they going to be able to pull off this costume? Mm-hmm. That's a tough costume to pull off, and mm-hmm. I was like, "God mm-hmm. damn it, they did it!" Cool. I think much better than the movie did. Hmm. Speaking of which, four hours, Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> did you see that? Uh, it was just I said to my buddy uh, Ted, the uh, uh, like because they announced there's going to be some uh, character nobody's expecting at the end, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody showed that panel from uh, Jared Fogel from Subway <laughs> shaking hands with <laughs> Superman at the end of yeah, it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> made me laugh well every t- every time i see that panel 
I die laughing. I know. Just, that, I, was, that I feel panel bad. And the, uh, there's that one Spider-Man panel where he's talking to, I think it's Sauron, the really smart uh, thing about not wanting to cure cancer with his knowledge is just make more dinosaurs or something. I can't remember what that, I'll, I'll have to find it, but there's, yeah, two really, really funny panels. Every time I see that Jared from Subway one, I, I literally feel bad for Superman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. That's a stain. You can't shake that one, buddy. God damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so. You should have known. He knew. Super Stoop, Soup's new, bro. Soup's new. Hey, Soup's is busy. He, he, Hashtag no, Soup's new. Yeah, come on. Bro. Oh, come on. Superman's a busy man. Now, Batman yeah. should have known. Yeah. You think Batman's Batman? You think yeah. he, like, he knows everything yeah. about everybody? Uh, just love those. Just I'm a fucking sucker for those meatball subs. You're, you're <laughs> fucking lucky. You're fucking lucky. I love that fucking special sauce. Master Bruce, don't you think that um, you should do something about this Jared from Subway? I mean, I could it's make you a It's that yoga mat bread, Alfred. I can't say no to it. <laughs> Remember there? It turned out they were making mat, they bread out of yoga mats or something. I don't know. Yoga mats? No, the news. Here's the yes. thing. I don't know about. There's so many times where there's a rumor about what Subway's made out of that, pe yeah, yes. that people go, is that true? The, the current oh, well. one. The current one, and I love this one because every now and then, every now and then, I got to eat at Subway. Oh, hey, it's shit, man. I don't know. Dude, I'm not going to do my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's for I, my I job. I got it. I have to find a fast food. Yeah. I need a place I can get in and out of. And I'm, I'm always like, you know what? A tuna sandwich at Subway, that's got to be better than a fucking yeah, hamburger, right? Yeah. Yep. You know? Yep. And I, I just get a slight. Throw that thing in the oven there. Yeah. Oh, I don't sure. do that. I don't like that. I don't oh, like really? no, no, I don't like it too much. But I like you know cold Swiss cheese on my too. And then All the right. current one now is going around. It was going around last week. Uh, Subway's tuna, not really tuna. And I'm like, ah, oh. uh, yeah, I know that was recent. Yeah, <laughs> rats, rats. It's it's it. Well, if it's rats, it's tasty. It's good. So. Whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't give a shit. I was saying rats, like rats. I'm not eating tuna, but yeah, it might be rats. Whatever it is, it's good. <laughs> Maybe we can start that Subway tuna hashtag made out of rats. <laughs> so, Nate. Yoga mats Nate, and rats. <laughs> yoga mats and rats. You know, with Swiss cheese, yoga mats and rats. I not love bad. it. Not it's bad. not bad at all, seriously, bro. Try toasted. See, I'm seriously, dude. You shouldn't, uh, mm. you shouldn't shit on toasted. I don't, I don't like a toasted sandwich. Yeah. Never have. Unless it's a grilled cheese sandwich, you know, but mm. that's about it. All those crumbs flying everywhere like a goddamn Interesting. animal. Interesting. What about like you never had like a like a Monte Cristo? Monte Cristo? Mm, no, sandwich? I don't care for them. I don't care for them. It's my favorite sandwich, man. The Monte. No, Cristo. but okay, but no. I like. Uh, I love a Reuben. You know, that's yeah, slightly that's toasted. toasted. Yeah, slightly. it has to be, be toasted. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be grilled. It's got to be yep, grilled. It has so to be grilled. Little, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, grilled. Oh, mm, God, now Jesus, I want to. You're getting me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll try a Monte Cristo. You know, yeah. definitely. I just never had one. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Okay. No, yeah, I've just never had one. Jesus so Christ. we're getting to the break. So we're going. I'm going to go get a, a Reuben. So hold on, we're almost there, everybody. So <laughs> Nate's uh, Nate's trying to talk to Ray, uh, but he's not getting through, and he's like, Mick is all getting all. Oh, by the way, Ray can't hear him, and he's having conversations with him. 
and he's like, oh, hey, Mick. And that's when he's fucking burning himself. He's like, what are you, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. like? He's like, it looks like you're burning yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was tough. It was tough to watch. It's tough to see that happen. And I was like... They've done it before. Really? I don't remember seeing it. It just looked it looked dark. I might be thinking of the I might be dark. I might I might be thinking of the flash though. Yeah, I don't think I remember seeing it on on here. It was a bit of a shock, man. This is the first time I remember seeing his arms. Oh, they've definitely shown his arms on this show. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe once or twice though. Yeah. It's but yeah, it's you know, he's he got it was always the assumption that the burns on his arms were from escaping the fire when he was a kid, but the burns on his arms are what he does to himself mm-hmm. ever since because he felt guilty about it and he's feeding and he loves the the flame, which is like, ooh, that, that's the dark part of your soul and McRory. Yeah. Yeah. So Ray and Z block the jammer. Z says, You're a genius. He's like, thanks. And she's like, I was talking to myself, which got a giggle out of me. Huh. And they reach Nate, who's you know. He's oh wait, so they're okay. Wait, wait, they're okay, into the. They got into beyond the the enemy lines here to use this stuff, right? No, they're in the wait. village, right? No, right. okay, okay. I'm the, trying to think of when how they got here. So who's in here working? Because I'm trying to figure out where the uh, the the uh, deleted scene is. Okay, what's the deleted uh, scene? What's his name poses as? Because you know he's a uh, photographer, right? And he's trying to get like the two like two people who guard. I, and I think it's this. So Ray um, Ray's trying pretending to be a photographer. yeah Ray's taking pictures so that so the two of them can go in and 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 that's how they're able to access all this shit. Like, oh, you know they kind of okay. snuck in there. Yeah, so I was going to wonder okay. if that was going to be mentioned. Like, how were they able to just get to this high-tech equipment? No, no problem. Okay. No, no, not. I, I don't think that was mentioned at all. Yeah. You know, now, now that you mentioned, no one was guarding guarding this shit. That's not my goof. Nothing. That's not my goof. That's not my uh, the, what I think would uh, be a goof. Okay, okay. Or what uh, I could see someone conceiving as a goof. Okay, so they they, they finally reached Nate, and he's like. You know, this started out like Predator, but now it's Apocalypse Now, which is like, like okay, you're in mm-hmm. the middle of the fucking Vietnam War. Enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. And on the wave, I was like, wait, girl, a garage shit. The threat level is now a 10. And they look, history's going to change. World War Three is going to happen. Yeah, pretty wild, pretty wild. And so here's where you see Grodd as Kurtz, and he's got all the TVs stacked. He's watching all the TVs and everything that's going on. It's like that great tax episode of Taxi that you can't get anywhere, where Reverend Jim uh, works really hard, makes a lot of money, and he buys the giant wall of TVs. Yeah, and, and yeah, and now this, now this is TV, right? Isn't that what? Uh, oh yeah, this I is TV. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's Lord introducing says, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're all yelling at him about wasting his money, but at the and they're all leaving. And by the end, they all just come back and just sit and watch. And there's like the great jokes about over here. There's a uh, Delaware local meet, uh, local programming. They're having a debate whether the people who live in Delaware will be the Delawareans or the Delawareites. Huh. Which then comes back to like when they they had the last thing uh, the part of the show is. The motion passes, Delawareites, and Alex is the last one, you know, who's like, you all can watch TV. I'm going. He hears that. He goes, he comes and sits What are you out of your mind? It's Delawareans. <laughs> it's so good. And it's one of the ones you can't get on Hulu for whatever reason. It drives me nuts. So hmm. Grodd catches Amaya 
Rex the shrink ray. He points at the TVs. Look at what you humans have done to one another. Look at what they did to me. And uh, he's I only want to give your kind peace. And how do you plan to do that? And just the close up and Grodd smirks. I was like, you that's you're you're itching my nerd itch with all this. Really? Yeah, for me, it's like if, everything Grodd in this episode, I am super into, but there's just a lot of other stuff that is just annoying hmm. me. But we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna be right back. Budgie in the house. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Yo, yo. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah. Celebrate Budgie the Whale's birthday at Carvel the week of April 23rd through the 27th with free ice cream all week, games, prizes, and special offers on Carvel's creamy, fresh made ice cream treats. Carvel, it's what happy tastes like. We got fun and games. You ready, buddy? Yep. Okay. All right. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. Before we get back to Welcome to the Jungle, uh, what do we got coming up? Yeah, we're back uh, on uh, Mystery Titan Theater this Saturday after a week off. We're back on schedule. Uh, just kind of, yes, yeah, so a little bit of rearrangement, but we're back. We'll be back to bi weekly. Uh, being rejoined by our friend Robert Hawkins. I'm not sure what card we're going to go with yet. Mm. I'll, I'll throw it out to. See if I can get Kelly to pick something good for us. But I've got a, like a, there's been an abundance of uh, like I've started following the good guys in terms of finding like there's a lot to choose from lately, my friend. Um, so it should be fun because uh, Robert's uh, Robert's a fountain of information uh, mm-hmm. as well, knows a, a little bit about a little bit, and he's always and he's a funny guy too. So yeah, it should be good to have him back again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It, it was so funny because we uh, doing this two in a row and released. Like yes, the the first one I was loving so much, but the the internet connections were driving me driving me nuts. So right. we gave you two, two. That's right. That's right. It wasn't. It didn't have anything at all with Travis booking a a seven year old's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Which was great. But she had her own. She basically had her own mystery Titan theater, which is great. Oh, that's that's right. Oh, yeah. Were they all smarky and snarky? Ugh, yeah. they? No, they were into it. <laughs> they were into it. Oh, that's fun. Anyway, I am DV Curious. All right. Now, this is the part of the show for those of you might be listening for the first time where I like to dive through the IMDb and see what I can dredge up uh, for each episode. And we've got some trivia. And I just found, I actually found this interesting. So it was 15 okay. or 16. Now it is. 16, 16 and 17. 17. Yeah. Um, I'll see if we can make it 17 and 18, everybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it ain't <laughs> great, but it just, it made me go, oh, really? I, I'll I, be the judge of that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> President Johnson rewards Jackson with a supposed top secret recipe mm-hmm. from the fir- for the first lady's pecan pie. Mm-hmm. Recipe had actually been published by the Freelance Star newspaper from Fredericksburg, Virginia, in its Wednesday, February 1964 edition. And since this episode takes place in 1967, it wouldn't uh-huh. have been that secret by then. And I'm like, mm, not that secret, but how much? Uh, that uh, okay? Yeah. Oh, well, 17 out of 18 for sure. That's very interesting. Somebody did their homework because that. Because that's somebody on the writing staff trying to show, hey, this is something that he was known for. Yeah, I thought they pulled it out of their ass. So it's a nice touch. 
no, I kind of thought that it was uh, somebody done a little bit of homework, but I like that somebody did that a little bit. I think it's up for debate because how much do we know about what's the name of this fucking thing that this thing got published? That is true. The freelance star from Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yeah. And within seven years in the six or within three years, years, pardon me, in the 60s, I don't know. I don't know how widely known it would have been. I'm just going to throw it out there. So, but, but, but I'll say uh, that's a, 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 a good spot. That's a good spot. <laughs> I like it. And it is interesting. It is interesting. I mean, in one way or the other, it is interesting. Now, mm-hmm. 19, of, okay, 19 of 27 found this following fact Ooh, interesting. A little more controversial. Well, it's shortened to the point. Yeah. Gorilla Grodd will be in this episode. hey fuck you i I can see somebody being like you're wasting our fucking time you're wasting my fucking time but then there's somebody else just scrolling through fuck is is let is well is is grod in any of these fucking light why should i care about oh i'm i'm looking for i think i think there's a there's a venn diagram here of gorilla grod or like wow there's a pretty big venn diagram a couple circles there's like batman villain fans you know, mm-hmm. scrolling mm-hmm. through IMDb, there's um just g- g- gorilla fans, <laughs> just like or or just like in general, like like big ape primate fans. Oh, so it's a whole subgenre fan. I yeah, thought you were about yeah. to. Say, I thought you were going to say something sensible, like you know, flash villain fans. Yeah, <laughs> there aren't as and many of them as there like, aren't as I, many. I, of I'm them sure they're just straight up. I'm sure there's just like a a, a big specifically gorilla grod fan base out there oh yeah I, they, the other gg heads i uh-huh. like to call them <laughs> the oh. other ggs they've got they've got some funky uh conventions and get-togethers they all dress up like yeah. gorilla grod boy man remember when we double booked that was ugly <laughs> we, but by the end patch things up with roger and marion <laughs> it's cool. you know, we want to have the them end. on the show at some point yeah i would i mean I try yeah. to imagine what they look like. It's like our doppelgangers from another <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla Grod Podcast Network. <laughs> so, they've got yellow background. It's a really similar logo. Mm-hmm. Yellow, really black, similar. Ground, but blue jeans. But, their jeans but it's blue. us as apes. It's yes. Because it's Gorilla City. So yeah. Gorilla City, there's a yeah. lot of gorillas in Gorilla City. Some of them probably yeah. are podcasting yeah. at this point or another. Yeah. One of them keeps trying out for the gorilla theater in Gorilla City, and the other one sits around in a hockey jersey. <laughs> so we've got goofs. All right, here we go. This is what I'm talking about, man. Well, I don't think this is what you were talking about, so you're going to have to fill me in. In fact, I know this isn't what you were talking about. Okay. As I mentioned, when the legends get to 1967 Vietnam, uh, Creedence Clearer Revival's Tombstone Shadow opens the scene. While the choice, and I agree with this person, by the way. You you Mm -hmm. think I wrote this. While the choice is a refreshing change from the usual pick for a CCR uh, NAM song. later in their catalog. Not only did it come out in 1969, but CCR's yeah. first album was released in 68. 
Uh, wow. Wow, man. So that, like, I wonder how many times people have missed UCCR's music than with uh, Vietnam. Uh, I, based on that, based on that fact, uh, probably more probably often than not, bit. I would think. Yeah. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to say. Colonel yes. Kurtz is a character who existed in uh, Joseph Conrad's uh, oh, Heart of Darkness, Darkness long yes. before it did in Apocalypse Now. So yes. when Nate is saying to Amaya that uh, you wouldn't remember it, she, I think there's a, that's very presumptuous of him. <laughs> or, like a, or, or like, or either that or he's off. Uh, he's looking dumb there. You know what I mean? Like um, it was just misused at, at that time. Okay, that's interesting. Number one, um, I mean, that totally accidental but you're you're absolutely right amaya yep. might be a very well-read woman she's very smart and and period. always came across as that that to me. I, I would think that's a i would think that's a prerequisite of the jsa you maybe i mean, I mean to, she, to, she they could they had the opportunity to for her to say i read you know i've i've read conrad nathan and why do you keep talking yeah, about movies you know what i mean you know what i mean she could have made him she could have made him look dumb there that yeah that's what I'm that saying. would have been fun but that's by it. the way do you think the people who look for the goose on the imdb are gonna find the one you know well, well yeah. an educated young <laughs> african african woman of 1941 would clearly right, have right. read that no yeah, no 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 we, we were looking for that's a that's not the same trigger mechanism they were using until later in that quarter well, you could not have led into the next perfect, perfect. I knew one was coming. Better, I knew one was coming. Oh, one. <laughs> let this me down, is, IMDb. This is no. This is the the, the, the ultimate. Yeah, I can't right. read the whole thing. I copied the whole thing. Yeah, because I couldn't believe how long it was. I'm just gonna try to give you an idea. Because as a lot of people, we haven't done any of these in a while, but mm -hmm. whenever these shows do anything with the military. Or guns in general, all the gun nuts come out to point out the inaccuracies. Right. Um, all the military nuts do the same, usually with a sense of cold robotic facts like they're Vulcans. And they occasionally, <laughs> occasionally, they let something slip to, to tip the, the the hand. Right. Right. Because they're doing it, they're doing it because you know we're just this needs to be said, you know, yeah. just for for yeah. accuracy's sake. Right, right. This was a, this is from the reviews of the like seven reviews at IMDb, uh, mostly positive. Two out of ten insult to U.S. military. When DN Corps twenty one November two thousand seventeen. Now I can't. I'll, I'll just do a little, and then we'll just count the paragraphs. We're going to count the paragraphs <laughs> wrong colors of camouflage face paints dark green black loam sand no brown camouflage tubes were black on one side dark green on the other for africans of for americans of african ancestry loam sand on one side light green on a, on wrong kind of jungle east of caisson triple canopy jungles even at noon looking like evening and on and on then about the uniforms and then the things on the uniforms and then the parachute cords on the uniforms and then the guns and then tiger stripes and what they mean. Uh, and wrong for this the area. They weren't it, the, the, the inches are wrong. The, the stuff about the, how the Viet Cong actually uh, performed. Um, 
if detected, the Vietcom would do this. U.S. Army Special Forces reconnaissance, they were trained as this. It would be this. We didn't do that. Uh, that wait a minute. I was like, what? We, all the way after, let's, let me, let's, let's again, count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, no, and the ninth paragraph, we get this. We did not use M16s because they jammed too often. Whoa, wait, we? Mm-hmm. Usually don't get them. So this guy is a Vietnam vet. That's what I, I mean, Apparently. what I was thinking, right? The, like the more you're saying and like he's having, fuck, like this is difficult. This is painful, man. This is sad. Well, I'm no one to accuse somebody of stealing glory, as they call it. Stealing valor. Stealing, stealing valor. valor, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, but really, this guy, this Vietnam, this Vietnam veteran who knows every single detail. This is all this. This gets. This is fucking. It's disturbing. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, it's disturbing, it's, but it's, it's also upsetting. Like, it's sad. It's sad, Johnny, that somebody has done this. I'm telling you right now. I think it's sad. I'm just thinking. I'm like, oh no. Also watches these children's superhero TV shows and feels to yeah. be on IMDb. Yes. I, I don't know i don't know i'm not that i bought i'm not sure i buy it but okay even but, if we don't buy it it's fucking sad <laughs> we we usually use the cloth slings for the medical kits as bandanas in an emergency we could use intended as a sling and never had the little history lesson at the beginning yeah where they say and he, he quotes it unlike world war ii the military objectives objectives were not so cut and dry nope the U.S. military objectives were clear. The U.S. politicians' objectives were not clear and often conflicted between each U.S. politician. Quote, the reasons for getting involved were murky. murky. Nope. Democrats demanded save the democracy of the Republic of the South Vietnam War. Unquote. No wonder why today kids are so screwed up in their heads. Uh, that's fucked. Right? Yeah. <laughs> screwed up in like, their heads. That sucks, man. And then, that sucks. He went to do that. Two more paragraphs. <laughs> Of that, and then that's it. And then you, you want to, zero out of 34 found oh, any of that helpful. Wild by IMDb standards. That is, and he's going back and checking that man. He's waiting. He wanted to see how many people saw that as interesting. He is hunting Dude, down is every crazy. last one of those 34 no people. Shit. Dude, was, that is no, heartbreaking. No, that is no, a no. fucking. That was an epic story you just took us on, man. <laughs> now I would have wanted to do it in the voice of John Rambo at the end of First Blood, the only good Rambo movie, by the way. Wow, uh, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's wild. I'm just trying to think of what that guy looks like. And it looks what, like what John Rambo, motherfucker. Like. Who do you think no, it looks like? I don't know. I think he looks like. Um, uh, Tom Cruise and Born on the Fourth of July or something, but it's like like way older, way fatter. Because it's still jammed too often. Then yeah. you have to get on the plane and come back here and be called baby killer and all kinds of vile, vile crap. Yeah, sucks. Doesn't look, doesn't he doesn't look good. I, I doubt I doubt he's like just typing this off and then going off to his nine to five job. Mm. <laughs> I'm Boy, still doubting that this is an actual Vietnam vet. I'm just well, no, like maybe not, but whatever it's just it's still fucking sad. oh it's still fucking crazy <laughs> it's 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 13 paragraphs of the shit i've never seen anything like i've, I've been looking at this imdb shit ever yeah. since we started doing this i've it's never wild, seen man. anything like this it's wild and zero out of 34 is just the cherry on wild. the top. 
Johnny, that's really something. You really found something, man. Like, <laughs> I, I mean it. Like, this is, like, we make jokes here, but that's, uh, I hope he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who else? I'm okay because LBJ has arrived in Vietnam, baby. There we go. Lyndon Baines there Johnson. And before we get into everything else about Lyndon Baines Johnson, Jesus well, Christ. first of all, first of all, our apparently our first Ferengi president. Yeah, no shit. What the fuck? Nine and a half, dude. Nine and a Nine half. And a half Capones? <laughs> Capones. Nine and a half Capones. Like, he was fucking garbage. It was I'm so at... stupid. Nine... He didn't I... look like Lyndon Johnson at all. Did, like I don't, I don't know, know why they he's... thought the nose thought they were gonna was gonna do something. He looked way too skinny. He looked more like Eisenhower. Like he looked like the mug that would always sit on. Um, he looked like a muppet on, on, with that fucking nose. Yeah, no, the mug that would always sit on Conan's desk. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Yeah. Jesus, it was so bad, man. It was so bad. He was so bad. I didn't hate uh, Jacks having a storyline with him though. And again, this just mm. just speaks to. Uh, how like they're finding a way to make me care about them on the way out. Mm -hmm. Like I thought it was, even though it was a, it was dumb. It was dumb. Like and like him kind of, whatever, and stepping on the landmine and stuff. But oh yeah, we're we're about to get to. But my score, my score, my friend. Hmm. What you? What was yours? Nine and a half capons. Nine and a half. Nine point. Seven five Capones. It's yeah. awful. Yeah, it's really bad. Awful. He's he in. Like... Why is he? Okay, number one, it, it, just everything about it. Because why would the president of the United States be in the active war zone in Vietnam <laughs> in a uniform for oh, some reason? Is he going to go do a soft shoe with Bob Hope? What the Ugh. fuck is going on? That's what it looked like. It looked like a uh, yeah. So Maybe that bad. was it. It, it, it was actually I was insulted some... as, and I'm Canadian. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, not I... that anybody, yeah, no, it's just like, it's just really bad for a lot of reasons. Not that Lyndon Johnson was like any sort of like honorable, like great uh, president that people there was, back on. Lyndon, Lyndon Johnson, Lyndon Johnson was. Christine did the quote. Christine did the famous quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but the fact that he, was willing to give up the South to get the Civil Rights Act passed was the one thing. I'm like, amongst all the bullshit, Vietnam being the biggest, that happened at least, at least. And it, it caught, it's what cost the Democrats the South to this day. You know, it used to be a Democratic area. And uh, so I, I there's, there was a cool, it was a really good movie. With Brian, Brian Cranston played LBJ in a movie about him dealing with Martin Luther King. That was very good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one Capone for Brian Cranston. But, <laughs> As LBJ. Okay. Ugh, but this one, he says, he's, you're, you're, they get him off the fucking plane. He goes, yeah. Son, it's harder than a preacher's knee. Like, what, what the fuck? fuck? Is, is he known that for that? Was he no. known for that? No, he was known for colloquialisms, sure. Then I guess but, that's what they were going for. Yeah, but I've never, look, and I'm aware of most colloquialisms. Mm-hmm. Hotter than a preacher's knee, never fucking heard of yeah. in my life. Now, what the uh, hell does that even mean? I, I don't know what it means. Lot, he's praying a lot, yeah. Oof. I, I thought it had something to do with corporal punishment. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna bend over for the preacher man. Um, so Z's <laughs> Z's in there looking at she in the tent and she finds the plans and she just picks up the piece of paper, looks at it briefly, on finds her, pulls a gun, and she just looks and she goes, You're planning to kill the president. What did it say on that piece of paper? Grog kill president. What the right right. she she glommed that knowledge in a glance and and she says like you don't know him like i do i'm like oh boy oh boy (laughs) well that that would not be the first time in the justice league unlimited cartoon they did the legion of doom and at first grod was in charge of the legion of doom and they had this character this female character who was a witch I can't remember her name. And they clearly imply that her and Grodd are fucking <laughs> weird. weird. It is. It's super fucking weird. weird. <laughs> and it's great because the guy who does Grodd's voice on that is outstanding. I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. Oh, what was his name? He just is passed it? away passed away recently. He was he was in Tombstone and hmm. Oh, he was in um, uh, Deadwood as well. Oh, gosh, I can't think of it. Well, mm-hmm. someone remind us. Anyway. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Got a really distinctive face, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, and he was great. He was great. And I'm just Lots of Westerns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah. Anyway, so Z says, hey, look, if you want peace, it starts with you. And that's all it takes. She's got the gun on him. I'm devoted to the God. She gives her some hokey fucking one line speech and she, you're right. <laughs> so yeah, they yeah, didn't, yeah. they didn't do her any favors with this shit either. And, and then she, and she's like, do you guys hear all that? And uh, then on's possessed by Grod. And they're like, okay, this is cool. Cause Grod could do that. You know, he could literally control p- people with his mind. Yeah. Yeah. And so he could actually make these people do things against their will. But then we get Jack's getting in uniform to go to go save the president and Stein's like hey let's go as firestorm and like, why no you couldn't go as firestorm it's a vietnam war you can't go as fucking firestorm and jack's like i gotta do it on my own man and dick is getting ready to take a squad to go to the village and kill everybody mick seems to be brainwashed again we haven't seen that in a while and just being completely like I am brainwashed into doing things uh, that brain damage me. This, this is definitely the last time. I keep saying that's the last time. So yeah, yeah. I really because th- I, th- I think they really in this one, and you're right. They clean a lot of that up. Like all that, all that, that, that dark backstory of Mick Rory. This one does sort of clean it up so they can move forward with the character without being it full of any trauma, which is. Mm-hmm which is better for the character. And so Nate's trying to tell him it's a no fire zone, but Dick says, uh, I got to do the voice. He's like, I don't take orders from the CIA. I have to get something like that. (laughs) I love that. They tried to do the, do remakes. No one, here's like nobody wants to see um, new little rascals like is he in he reminds me is he the guy and i'm just is just dawning me on, on me now is he the okay. guy who got hit uh who uh from the original robocop who uh got oh, toxic waste 
No, he's younger than that. Yeah, he does imagine. look younger, but very similar face, right? Yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it, you know, now I have to look it up. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm I am right there. Let's see here, Dick. Dick Rory and his silent commandos, because none of them have any lines, which is uh, <laughs> hilarious. I mean, like, our, our Christine uh, made a joke about how it looked like it was, uh, like, it's clearly just Stanley Park. Like, we have a lot of. Um, oh, uh, you, you know, might know him. You might know him, bud. Yeah, he's very uh, familiar. Let's Anyways, see. but no. like it's like they've just thrown in some exotic plants with our red regular trees and forests around for yeah. some of these shots. It's pretty funny. Let's see, he was in let's see, amongst other things, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Hmm. Um, let's see, Santa Clarita Diet, which my uh, mm -hmm. million ways to die in the West. He was in Eight Mile. Yeah. So that maybe right, right. He's calling them. I can hear him saying it, like calling him rabbit. You know, like always calling Eminem uh, rabbit. And okay, so there you go. His name is Evan. Name is Evan Jones. So mm -hmm. yeah, he's been. But nothing, you know, nothing from Little Rascals in the late '90s or mid '90s. Though. Oh, I no, no, not that I know. I did. Oh, to be honest, I didn't go all the way down. Okay. So that's all you're getting. You imagine? I, you imagine? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, you know, as soon as we get done, I will check. But uh, yeah. that would be fucking fantastic, and. And he says to Mick, you know, you in, son? He's I'm in, pops, you know, figure of speech. But he's yeah, he, he's all into it now. He, he's this is the first time he's ever seen his dad is this guy. And he's wanting to go to war with him for some fucking reason. But right. it all kind of works out because he's he, he's having fun with it. But as soon as it gets fucking serious, like he's going to kill everyone and his friends. He's like, yeah, no, no, that's not yeah. going to fucking happen. So Grog, Grog does get to say, and this is the kind of shit I love. You know, it'll be one nation under God. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. That's so metal. Dun, 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 dun. Uh. <laughs> the U.S. president will pay. Uh, am I trying to reason with him? Because she's like, hey, we're just here to try to take you home. And uh-oh. He's like, oh, so you're time travelers. And she's like, yeah, we could take you to a time with no humans. And Grodd's like, why would Grodd, why would Grodd trust you? And she uses the totem and it almost worked. I like when Grodd's being calm with her. Like, yeah. uh, I, I, th I really liked uh, I liked how it looked. And mm -hmm. I really I liked it. I was like, oh, that's the first time we've ever seen a Gorilla Grodd. Since they've introduced that character, that's the first time you've ever seen like Grodd at peace. Which I, for you know, the deep core nerds, that's, that's for me. I'm like, oh, there you go. Um, but here comes Dick Rory and the silent commandos blowing shit up and Grod, Grod thinks I tricked him and he's going to get their time machine to wipe out humanity and Grod will alter the course of evolution. Grod will have a gorilla planet. And they're like, yeah, now I'm into this. <laughs> and Oh, dude, and him like attacking the wave rider is so fucking badass. I thought, yeah, yeah, and so he escapes to do just that. And Mick saves Dick, and they call in fucking Napalm, and he's like, "I love the smell of burning gorilla in the morning. <laughs> 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 Smells like victory and spinach." <laughs> <laughs> and Dick's ready to go nuts because he's going to kill the deserters. And Stein's freaking out that Grod's, Grod's coming there. And uh, 
and Dick's lining everyone up and they're like, he's going and Nate in the middle of all this, he's going full Kurtz. Great movie. Terrible situation. Literally. I'm like, I, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> they gotta, they gotta smooth that out. I, hopefully they do. Like, like even the way when he, like the, it's a, kind of the way he commented on Nylon curtain. It's a little too forced. The way they're trying that to one g- give me a culture. giggle. I that know, gave, I know. Because, because it was like it, one of the first ones. Because it was yeah. one of the first ones. But now you're starting to see like, is this how they're always going to do it? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The first one, I'm like, okay, they were just hanging out in a fucking car. Okay, yeah. it, this has all been while they're like fighting Gorilla Grodd in the middle of the Vietnam War. It's like, okay, this, yeah. no, no, just yeah. knock it off. Um, and so Jack stuffs. For some reason, the president of the United States of America is in the middle of the fucking jungle in Vietnam. By the way, like you said, in the potted plant jungle of Vietnam. Yeah. And yeah. and and Jax is running out to stop him. No, no, it's a trap. And he's like, son. Son, you better get out of my way or I'll be on you like a duck on a June bug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that yep. nose, the nose, the, yeah. the fake nose they got on him is it's ridiculous. <laughs> and LBJ is not known for having a big nose like that. Well, he did have a bit of a big schnoz, but it was but it wasn't a big giant WC Fields honk honk nose. It looked terrible. <laughs> it literally looked like if you squeezed it, you know, like so a, he looked like a, uh, a spitting image. That's what he looked like. Those old, uh, <laughs> I, I mentioned them before on this show, I think. Those fucking puppets. I, first Ferengi president, apparently, because he looks like Ferengi, a fucking Ferengi. Right. It's more Ferengi than it is a uh, puppet. <laughs> so the roadblock's a trap. A mine goes off. A guy steps on a mine, and this made me fucking crack up. Guy steps on a mine. They do like the CGI shot. Of the guy's body flying away, complete with some like scream that is almost screen of some sort. Yeah, yeah it's fucking, it, it's comical, and uh, or maybe I'm just a terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> Boy, you don't want zero out of thirty-four likes get here and here in this episode. He's gonna hunt you down, son. Oh shit! No, he pro- thirty-four. He'd probably be like wow. the host of the host of that podcast was right to mock that scene as. When one would step on a mine, like my friend did, <laughs> Jesus, he... <laughs> I will, I will further posit my theory in the in the following. Good lord, poor guy! So, I really, I pity that poor bastard. <laughs> Regardless of whether or not he's a veteran, man, it's not good. That's not good. But you're doing a public service by reading those. Well, John. you know, that's something that, I learned. In that was my today. that. That was clearly my intention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy so God. the LBJ's got his foot on a tripwire, and the the reaction shot they go to commercial of him realizing that his foot's on the on the tripwire is fucking. I, I want someone to freeze it and send it to me, and it'll, it'll no, be the it looks like show me. Cover. It looks like if they put a like yeah. shitty makeup on me. And you? It was yes. You. Maybe it and was you. Me to play Lyndon Johnson. So <laughs> stupid. No, here, you know, I think you have been on this show before. Like, and I'm you're like, just, wait, I'm like, wait, I've not, I haven't fucking studied anything about Lyndon Johnson. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know how he talks. Like, we don't care. We're going. Go. You're on. 
No, I think this was you, and you're Alan Smithying this thing. Yes, so totally. That's... You're right. You're right. <laughs> Just cashing the fucking check. <laughs> so, Jax uses Barbasol shaving cream to save the day, leading to LVJ to go. Well, I'll be out. I'll be a damn humdinger. I'm like, that's not. A, that's not an expression. No, nope. that's not an nope. expression. It's just getting worse. It's just getting worse. And I did see in the IMDb that the whole, that whole trick with the shaving cream was real. That was something soldiers figured out had to do. Uh, Which was what? Them. Again, remind me. Spraying the Barbasol on the mines. It freezes shit up. Right, and right, you can right. See shit. And, uh, oh, man. Now, why the fuck Jax Jackson, Jefferson Jackson, knows this? I have no idea why he he, he would know this at all. But okay, he's been sharing a brain with the old fountain of information. He wouldn't for know the past, it either for the past forever. I'm sure this might have come up at some point. You know, unless they did it in a maybe they did it in a police academy movie, and he remembered it from that because he's a, a huge fan of that franchise. Hilarious. <laughs> so. In the village, Mick stops Dick from killing everybody. He's willing to kill him first and erase himself from history because he's got nothing to lose. But if you kill these people, you'll hear their screams forever. Which made me go, and maybe this is me just being pissy. I'm like, does Mick think this is going to change his dad into not being an abusive alcoholic? But why yeah. would he? Did did he ever tell him about this? But they, it, it just, I'm like, it didn't. None of it made any fucking sense to me. Yeah, and, but I mean, I mean, they do. He does kind of change him somewhat, or like I think the impression yeah. is, and the same thing has happened with fucking old weird smile, weird goodbye to scrotum alien ray right he had a change in his life like these are these are all mm -hmm. you know i think i don't know like i'm waiting to see like if you're saying that this is a loose end that isn't perfectly tied up like it's possible but um i uh they are changing things they are changing little things that affect them directly yeah you know what that, I mean? no, that, that's true i just it just I, the jumps to get there, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, Mick suddenly doesn't have a happy childhood, so clearly he's still got beat up and, and shit. Right, but, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, he's still a prick. <laughs> yeah. With that voice, you're not turning into, you know, a cuddly bear anytime soon. So Dick stops killing him, but he's still, he knocks him out anyway because he's like, I always wanted to do that. It wasn't enough to watch him burn to death. I always wanted to punch him in the face, too. <laughs> Knock right. him. Knock him out. And yeah. so here comes the fucking napalm. Grod's on top of the fucking wave rider. Rawr, trying to get in. I love, I think it's, this looks, I think it looks great. I think it looks good. Especially when fun. he gets tossed off into the, like, into the, into the, the burning. Yeah, yeah the napalm. Yeah. But before that happens, Sarah it wakes up and comes onto the bridge, but it's Grod. And she's saying, she, before she can finish. Uh, she says, kneel before Grod. I'm like, oh, you got me. They're doing kneel before Zod, but kneel before Grod. But before she can mm -hmm. finish it, Isaac Newton hits over the frying pan. <laughs> and he says, oh, how I do love proving my laws of motion. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Fuck you! This is why you have one IMDb. That's it. Uh, you stink. You so funny. Think. 
That's hilarious. I had a feeling that would have rubbed you the wrong way, but I just thought it was so. I was like, you know, it was a weak way to finish the that uh, Ooh, thing for sure. Yeah. Do you have any gray poupon? Like, just like that's like yeah, totally. But that's the way they all were. Like, and that's the way they were all being used. And, later and if on, they're just like, gonna bring them in like Bill and Ted style, like that, mm. I don't hate it. Um, then I don't hate the other. I hate him. The other two are fine. This, this, I hated this guy. Essentially, like, oh, what's our next adventure, me? That's pretty funny. And and he gets his mind like again, again, like Like, you know, again. We for the second and last time on this show, for the second and last time on this show, we get to hear Mick call someone a fop. It's like, shut up, you fop. Oh, can he say that? Totally, oh. totally feels like yeah. Oh, Mister, it, it's like yeah. it's like the, it was like that guy in in the, in the IMDb uh, last week. Oh, Mister Ralph, or no, oh, Mister Purcell, you naughty, naughty man. <laughs> With that dialogue coming out of your mouth. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, Gideon shakes Grot off. He's fallen into the napalm. Seems to maybe disappear, but we don't know. And Dick thanks Mick, and Nate shakes hands with Mick. He's like, Operation Tough Love worked. And he's like, here, I don't need the lighter anymore. So, you know, th- yeah, th- th- I-, I do like that. He's like, nope, I'm past this now. I don't burn myself with the lighter anymore. It That's is good. good. It's, it's significant. It's significant in the character development. That's a big shift, right? And there's some shifts that they had done off screen, right? Like he was able to mm-hmm. figure out, learn all these things off camera when he was whatever that weird time traveler villain name i can't even remember chronos when he was chronos holy shit dude that feels like forever ago i know doesn't we're it? getting pretty close to the one year anniversary i think okay we're um, getting very uh, very close to one year anniversary yeah. and before we uh before we say good night tonight we've got a big um it might come up i think the big uh the big crossover here is going to mark our anniversary but before we mm-hmm. get to that news we're back on the wave rider yeah they's fixing his shrink ray and Amaya comes in and tells him, hey, you know, maybe Kawasa was made into a monster. You were right, Ray. And I'm like, uh-huh. That conversation, but th- that conversation was with Nate while they were boxing. It wasn't with Ray. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my God. Ouch. That's... What? Unless Somebody I'm completely missing something, I that right. He, uh, he was boxing. Right. He was, uh, and yeah. it was Nate, and she coming. And that was right? the deleted scene. That could have cleaned things up if that was the deleted scene. No, mm-hmm. the deleted scene was just uh, uh, Ray posing as a photographer. Photographer. Yeah. yeah, that's so, hilarious. So Dine and Jax are making up, and this is when uh, Jack shows him that LBJ gave him this, and. uh piece of paper and Stein's astonished and uh it's the, the pecan pie recipe so it's the big secret and Ray gets to say well first lady pie is really good yeah oh yeah. Mr. Routh oh Mr. Yeah. Routh the things that, that come out of your balloon, mouth man in terms of like giving another one give it Ooh. another go that was yeah no i don't know man i don't well, know given, about that delivery look i'm just saying given <laughs> or even that joke even that joke given our current first lady i'm just saying i'm just saying 
I like it. Chai's a buddy of mine that I always talk about. I got a thing for Dr. Biden. She's like, okay. what? What the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> I can see so it. I, just, I really lay into it again and again. Uh, so really we wrap this up. Gorilla Grodd appears, falls out of the sky in 2017. Thanks to Damien Dark. Who introduces himself to Grodd? He's like, "Oh, I'm a big, big fan." When you uh, held a Central City hostage with a nuclear bomb, oh, it was great. And he's, uh, and he says to him, "It's like Vietnam, crappy war, bitching music, right?" And I love it. He's just like, he's not scared of Grodd. He's he's a fellow bad guy. And Grodd's like, "No, oh, take me back. I need I want to get on that ship." He's like, "Why need a ship when you have this?" And shows him the time stone. So. Right. Grodd has been recruited by Damian Dark to join his team uh, working for Mollusk. Which nice. I'm like, yay! That... <laughs> we don't see a lot of them, mm-hmm. but he pops up, you know, here and there. They, they, okay, yeah, they don't beat you over the head with Gorilla Grodd, you know. But, but he... this is okay. I'm just going to say right now, this is unrelated to Crisis. This is unrelated to Crisis on Earth X completely. Mm, interesting. See, I thought there were, we were building right up into uh, the start of it. No, no, no. None of these bad guys have anything to do. All right. Cool. But, well, we will be seeing a return of a villain during Crisis on Earth X, but with a different face. So you can put two and two together on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's I've seen the- some promotional things yeah. from it already. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know a bit of what's coming. I'm excited because I know you've been talking about it for a while, man. And, I love it. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, let's put a bow like on this. Uh, like I, I really, like I said, I did like this episode a little more than you did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't happen uh, often. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought it's true. And I didn't think uh, like, I, I think I was ready for CGI to be worse, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. still like kind of still had that cheese ball stuff that we love well they could borrow you know that garage you know they made sure that that garage cgi was as good as it could possibly be because it's on flash which is one of their most popular shows so i, I guess there's a little baby borrowing is like, again yeah, we've already created all this garage footage you know you can maybe borrow some right. of it maybe right. Right. I, don't, I don't know how that works but it's kind of like kind of like how they you know how we always see with those old disney cartoons how you see they use the same like robin hood animation oh, that they yeah. did for like the rescue you know how you see it yeah yeah it's really weird Anyways, yeah, I mean, it's not quite like Fred Flintstone running by the same rock 18 times. Right, right, but, right, right. <laughs> but, but anyway, we've got, speaking of Crisis on Earth X, before we let you all go, that's what's coming up next. We're going to be taking a week off, getting everything ready, because for, and Travis had this great idea, for the big four-part crossover, Crisis mm-hmm. on Earth X. Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. I I think the best of the crossovers, and I'm two episodes in already, and uh, it is. It's still it's still fucking great. And Travis had the idea of since it's the big great crossover, we should do crossovers. So we are mm-hmm. going to have a guest for possibly every single installment. When we, vac- when we did yeah. when we did when we almost said vacation when we did invasion. Last season, we crushed it all into one episode. That can't be done with Crisis on Earth X. It's basically a four-hour movie. It's a four-hour movie about superheroes I want to watch. Cool. And and now one of our guests, though, or, or proposed guests, is currently freezing his ass off in Texas. So mm-hmm. we'll see about that. 
but mm-hmm. we've got a lineup. We're not going to announce the lineup right now, but we're going to, you know, it's going to be a surprise each drop, but we've got some great guests lined up and I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. So check that out. Yeah, in can't two, wait. Two, oh, it's going to be great, man. In two weeks. Uh, once again, thank you everyone for listening. Follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter. Uh, remember to check out uh, Bebo's Legends podcast. Check out Legends Clips on YouTube. Follow Travis and Mystery Titans Theater at Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube. And we will talk to you again next time. See you guys. <laughs>